Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. Welcome to I Am Angela podcast, where we strive to incorporate the word of God with our everyday lives. Today, we are in for a treat treat. I am so glad to have my host here today, right here in the flesh again. We are doing real well with this coming together, doing our podcast, which we're both enjoying. Welcome, Minister Diana. How are you today? I'm good. Hello. Hello to everybody out there. Hope you are having a very good day, a warm day, as usual. Yes. But God, to God be the glory. That's right. That's right. Because that heat has been on. Yes, it has. The heat has. Let me yes. tell you something funny. Last weekend, I had told the kids that we were going to pull grass. And so I said, um, <laughs> I do not like pulling grass. I, that's why I don't like having a lot of flowers. I don't like pulling grass. But we were actually outside pulling grass, and I, it dawned on me. When I pulled in, it was a little shady, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, perfect time for us to do it. When, by the time I changed clothes and we got outside, the sun had come back out. It was so hot outside. We pulled some grass and I stepped up on the porch and I said, I just can't stand to be out there in the grass. Daryl said, Daryl Jr. says to me, who does not like to pull grass either. Well, why are we out here pulling grass at 3.30 in the afternoon? We were supposed to pull grass. And I, I said, but it was shady when I first drove up. So, no, the heat has been on. The heat has been on. And so we finished pulling grass early in the morning. So we didn't have to go back out in the afternoon. Every every real yard worker knows you don't do the work in the mid-afternoon. You do it early or late. But... I just felt real, you know. There's no time. No time. I do not like being outside, period. No. Anything I purchase to go in the yard, my son be like, Mom, why? You know you don't like outdoors. I was brought up on a farm. That was enough outdoors. See, that's the thing that I say. I'm a December baby. Mm. So that's my excuse. Yeah. The reason I don't like the heat, I just, the heat in myself usually just does not go together. So I am like not a heat person, do not like it. But since we're inside, we're, we're good to go with yes, the podcast, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> so today is going to be different. Um, we talked on um, the last two podcasts about change. We talked about job change and we talked about personal change. Today we're going to talk about change in the church. I don't think that there's too much different. Um, we were going to discuss the change in the world and the change in the kingdom, but I think it's pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Either we resist it or we don't. And we have the same feelings about it when it comes, when it happens. Sometimes we're ready for it. Sometimes we're not ready for it. Sometimes uh, we appreciate it. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes we want to see it happen, you know, with changing in people. And sometimes we don't. And I think that, um, you know, that's one of the things. What kind of change do you think happens in the church a lot of times that people are not ready for or willing to accept? Um... First of all, I guess it's uh, a lot has to do with the age of the population yeah. in the church. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays uh, I've even seen like the older members <clears throat> complain about the different instruments used. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. something as shadow as that. That's very You true. know, uh, our younger group, they like the drums and the uh, guitar. 
symbols, different things that make, you know, kind of upbeat music. Right. But, um, you know, I I think it just has a lot to do with the population. Um, It may be uh, changing, I guess, how they assemble their different organizations. That's true. That's true. That's very true. And, you know, I think I know of one church that is going through changes with the pastors. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. You know, when you change pastors, because sometimes that change can split a church, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, changing pastors, choosing one person to lead um, over another person. Not that it means that one is better than the other, but, you know, God is a God of seasons. Mm -hmm. And so maybe one person was supposed to go to this point and another person is supposed to take it to another point. And I don't think that that is always as welcome. Um, it's welcoming for people to accept. When, um, say for instance, when it's time for a pastor to retire, you yes. know, when yes. it's time for him to retire and someone else takes up the reign. Yes. Because a lot of times, pastors will go until they're no longer here. Right. Instead of passing that torch yeah. on to the next person in line. I think that's called a lifetime contract, I believe. I remember a long, long time ago in my father's church, they had a pastor there that was there until he passed. And um, I used to ask my father, y'all gonna ever change pastors? Because my mom's church was different. Oh, okay. And uh, he said, no, he got one, he said, one of those lifetime contracts. Yeah. (laughs) And he was, he was there until he passed. But you know, I think the Methodist congregation, I think their pastors are sent. Okay. I think they stay a I, certain amount of time. I know there's a difference in the denominations, how they go about yeah, doing yeah. it. You know, how they go about doing it. But you know, when it comes to change, it could be changing anything, change from one, one accountant to the other. Right. You know, right, when people, right. when all the people are in the church right. and you're not pulling people from right. outside, yeah. when all the people are in the church, everybody has a feeling mm-hmm. about who you're choosing or who you're letting go and that type of thing. So I think um, just changing in um, structure, changing in positions mm-hmm. in people or whatnot, there's lots of change that mm-hmm. happens um, in the church. But what, you, what, you, what do you think, um, why do you think that the change has, you know, change happens within the church? Well, just like anything else, the world changes. That's right. And if you want to continue to grow in the church, then it's going to have to be changed. It's got to be changed. And the hardest people to accept those changes are probably the oldest members in the church. That's very true. You know, my home church, I would not say a name, but my home church, they have, you know, they had a lot of older people right. in the church. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I remember when I was a teenager and we were in the choir, um, we would come in and we would want to sing these upbeat um, right. songs and mm-hmm. whatnot, and they wanted us to sing hymns. Mm-hmm. And you can't always grab the attention of a younger generation with the hymn, right. even though, you know, all of it is saying the same thing. It's just how it grabs mm-hmm. them. And we were not happy about not being able to sing the songs we wanted to sing. And honestly, eventually, the teen choir just kind of dwindled mm-hmm. out. So you're right about that. Because once you get a certain age, you kind of get set yes. in what you are used to and set in what, if it's been that way for 30 years, mm-hmm. why change it? You know, I guess they're thinking if it isn't broken. And I think also if they don't understand the change, mm-hmm. 
right. and understand why the change needs to take place. That's right. Like I find that some churches don't like uh, praise dance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, because I was in a church uh, that I shall not name. Yes. The pastor did not like praise dancing. Wow. Yeah. And that was really something that the young children yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. But she was totally against it. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so that takes us to the scripture for today. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And it says, and this is from the King James Version, it says, remember ye not former, the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So God, he changed, there's, there's always gonna be change. And I don't care how many times we do a podcast, this um, scripture, these scriptures always come to me and that's Ecclesiastes mm -hmm. um, because I think life is about Ecclesiastes. There's change that's going to happen. There's seasons that's going to yes. happen. Just like we're about to come into fall soon. Fall is one of my favorite seasons. And so we're about to come into that. So everything changes. The leaves are going to fall off the trees. Everything's going to practically turn brown. You know, we start looking at those other favorite colors, browns and oranges and yes. reds and those type things. So it does change. But when we're talking about church change, we could there could be real problems with changes in churches especially when we're not when we're resisting it mm -hmm. what you think about what are some of the problems what are some of the things that you've seen happen because people were not ready to accept change in the church discord yeah when i was growing up in uh, my home church mm -hmm. um we used to have meetings um yeah. they were called usual friday nights uh, -huh. uh they were called meetings and it's it's a meeting to discuss what's coming on in the church and things that needed to be changed different stuff like that yeah. and one thing i would notice it would it would be discord yeah. someone would come up with an idea yeah. to vote on yeah. and then <laughs> you got the trustees over here they may agree then yeah. you got the deacons over here they gonna disagree so it causes discord. Yeah, it does. I'll never forget the first um, meeting that I went to. I told the um, choir director, who's an older gentleman, and he wanted all of us to always participate into different parts of the church so we would understand it. And so I went to the first meeting, and I will never forget. I don't know how old I was, but it just affected me in such a negative way mm -hmm. because we went to the meeting, and they were discussing something that they wanted to change. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, I guess it was two sides one side agreed one side didn't agree well they got to the point where it just turned into an argument and I did not think arguments happened in church <laughs> I thought they only happened outside of church you know and so that just blew my mind and it yeah. was the last meeting I went to during that time I didn't want to go to another one so yes it does cause um discord and it can cause discord for a long period of time yes people do not quickly forgive like they should right. when change has come into place. And especially when it has to do with roles. Mm -hmm. That's the crazy thing. Titles. It seems like people hold on to title um, change a whole lot longer mm -hmm. than they would any other change. You know, we could talk about if we need to change the Bible study, 
you know, or right. we need to change who's in charge of new members, that type thing. But when you talk about moving someone out of a position and putting somebody else in that position, everybody gonna stay there? You know, everybody gonna stay in the same right. place? Right. Nobody's leaving the reason that change thing. I think those are some of the hardest things that our churches might have. And you know the thing, I'm saying churches, but the truth of the matter is, it's just people. Yes. It's just people. Yes. If we're on our job and someone gets a promotion and we think we should get that promotion and we work harder than the person that got the promotion, that's going to cause some discord. Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. Because that conversation is going to go throughout the job. You're going to have people on your side. They're going to have people on their side. It's going to cause a division. So it's really not about the church. That's sort of kind of like when people say church hurt, mm -hmm. it's still about people. Yeah. It's about the people, not about the church. Mm -hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with the building. It's about us because we make up that building, yes. you know. And so, therefore, when we talk about that discord, it's between people disagreeing. When we're talking about change of any kind within the church, outside the church, it's the same thing because it's all between people. Yes. It's all between people. And we are just human, we're just vessels. Yes. We're just human vessels. So, also, when we talk about change, what, who do you think has the hardest? Well, you said it. You said the eldest. Yes. The you think elders. the elders have the yes. hardest time yes. accepting that change? Yes. Because yeah. it's just been so many years going one particular way. That's true. And I feel like as long as they're of sound mind, yeah. uh, physically able to be there and participate. Right. And especially if they pay in their time. You better watch that. <laughs> it depends on how much time they're yes. paying. They don't feel like there should be change. Let's just speak on that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> because of the fact they act like they done bought the church with their tithes. Well, some of them been there so long, they probably got a couple of bricks in the building. <laughs> but you know what? The thing about tithing, though, that's our duty to tithe. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. part of what we're to do is tithe. That has nothing to do with decisions. That has nothing to do with changes. That has nothing to do with if one pastor don't make it through and the other pastor come in. It has nothing to do with that. You still have a connection with the Savior. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's in the word, you know, with tithing or whatnot. But we take that tithing to say, okay, I paid this amount of time. Right. And I've been paying tithes here for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So if I don't want this to change, it shouldn't change. And when it does change, that person might as easily get up and leave the church yeah. for that reason. Oh, uh, I even heard um, a long time ago, I was a teenager, they were having a discussion in the church. Um, something wasn't going quite like uh, one of the sisters wanted it to go. <laughs> she said, well, I know what I can do. I can close my pocketbook. I said, oh my God. Not a threat. <laughs> Not a tithing threat. <laughs> And see, what people fail to realize, oh, like you said, that 10% is God's anyway. That's God's money. And that is the money to keep the building, the church going. That's right. So that shouldn't even come into play. No. 
So you go to stop the work of God. <laughs> you go stop <laughs> having a place. You go take out your percentage in making sure that others can come to Christ because they didn't choose your type, your person, or your niece, or your nephew, right. or you know somebody that you think should be in a position. Change is going to happen. It's going to happen always. It it's going it to happen is. no matter what we do. The world we live in is a moving world, I say again, and God would not put a non-moving people in a moving world. We have to constantly be evolving. We have to constantly yes. be changing. I mean, we grow up in change from babies to toddlers. We grow up like that. And so therefore in life, we happen like yes. that. And so change is inevitable. And I think I'm just one of those people, if life does not change for me year to year, it, it could be a small change, but it has to change. Something has to change with me or within me or outside of me. Something has to be ever evolving in order for me to feel that I'm not stagnant. Yeah. I do not like to feel like I have been working at something for a year, for two years, for 10 years, for 15 years, and see no change. I look at it this way. You're working. Do you want to work five, 10, 15 years with no raise? That's right. That business may have to change. That's right. In order for that money to come in. That's right for you to see a rain. This is true. So therefore, when you are paying your tithes mm -hmm. and things are evolving in the church, that change may need to take place in order for the church to grow, yeah. the congregation to grow. So, you true. know, we, we just have to accept change, but I know it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard for it's everybody. Hard. It is. Because if you think about all the changes we've been through yes. over the last 2020 yes. and 2021, um, going back and forth from wearing masks to not wearing masks to taking um, vaccines to just going through a whole lot yes. of stuff. Yes. We see that change is hurtful, but we also know that change must happen. It must happen. And depending upon the situations and um, what we're dealing with, how quick it must happen. You know, sometimes you've got to move when you don't want to move. Sometimes mm -hmm. you've got to make a decision when you want to think on it for another 30 days. You may not have 30 days to think of it. Sometimes we got to make change. So, you know, one thing I realized about change, change lets you know it's coming. It yeah. lets you know it's coming. When things are out of a rut, when things are, when same issues keep popping up about something, you know, something yes. needs to change. Yes. When, so when um, people keep complaining about something that's happening, you know, you need to change. So it change says I'm coming. It says I'm coming. And it tells you when it's getting closer because everything get, gets hotter. People gets more, get more frantic and things seems to be out of order, yes. you know, more chaotic. So you know when it's coming, what you need to what you need to decide at that time is that, am I gonna go this way with it? Or am I gonna step back and watch it pass me by? Cause it's gonna pass you by. Oh yeah. It's gonna pass you by. When they say time waits for no one, it doesn't. It doesn't. And either you change with it or you get left behind. Even your physical self. That's right. And if you wanna really see a big change, mm -hmm. take a picture of oh. yourself mm. that you got yes. five years back 
This is true. And put it beside a picture of today. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my God. Good gracious. Is that me? What was going on? What was happening? <laughs> you do. Because time, it just, everything changes. Yeah. Everything changes. Even, you know, you look at, I, I nail when I see gray hair coming. You know, and I'm like, oh, good girl, lord, you know. <laughs> I was like, where are these strands coming yeah. from? And then just, just over time, everything must change. Nothing stays the same. And I don't trust what stays the same. I don't like that. I don't like if I'm looking at the very same picture I looked at 10 years ago and nothing has changed. I heard a, um, a preacher say one time that he believed that every church should have new music all right, the time. Right. You know, it yes. should be ever evolving. You should, even the musicians or whatnot, they should be getting new songs. If you are a um, psalmist or whatnot, mm -hmm. you should constantly be getting new songs. So it's not just people or places or things. It's actually the things that even happen in the atmosphere, things that happen mentally. Everything must change. Everything must grow. And you don't have to forget about what happened or what went on in the past. Uh, for instance, like you said about music. Mm -hmm. When you got a church with a mixed congregation, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, the young, the old, the age, I think <clears throat> alternate music. If you got a, 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 a elder in there want to hear some spiritual, uh -huh. this may be the Sunday. That's right. To please all your, your, your elders. That's right. If you got a young group want to sing something upbeat, yeah. this may be children's Sunday. That's right. Let them have their Sunday. That's right. I, I mean, I just think that we can evolve. We can still not forget yeah. about what we had, yeah. what did work. That's we right. can incorporate. That's right. We have the Old and the New Testament. Yes. They're incorporated. Right. <laughs> there are things that happened. There was a law. And then there's grace. You know, so therefore, it all can work together. We benefit. We don't. We don't throw away what has passed. Right. We don't throw away right. what was before. That teaches us how to deal with the change of the day. Mm -hmm. So all of it must come together. All of it must work together. Yeah. And I think that you know when we talk about, talk about on the next podcast about accepting change. Um, hopefully those that are stuck in, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Then oh. I'm not going to do it mode. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I am not going to do this, even though it's for their good. Mm. Even though it's for the best, they're refusing. I will not do it. I will not do it. Well, I tell you, you can make the decision and not do it. It's going to happen with or without you. The type of change I'm talking about is that change that God has ordained. Yes. He has ordained that it's going to happen. He has ordained that the time is coming. He's preparing you that the time is coming. But if you hold on to what he has said, it's time to let go of it's going to pass on by you. Yes. You're going, it's going to pass on by you. It's going to leave you behind. And it's not going to worry about how to get you to catch up. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your job. So change, it, it just has to happen. It's one of those things that we do, we look forward to, we should look forward to. You know, sometimes it hurts. Change hurts yes. too, sometimes. So sometimes in changing, um, 
You may have to change your life. Uh, you may have lost a loved one. Very true. And you may have to readjust. Uh, I did. Yes. And I had to readjust. Mm -hmm. But thank God, he was there for me. God yeah. was there for me. Yeah. And but you you have to adjust to your change. Yeah. You don't want to be at a standstill. No. Never do. Never do. And so you know we're gonna close on that note. Um, that we have to make changes. We don't want to. And even in a loss of loved ones, right. even when it hurts really, really bad. And that may take a long time. That may be a gradual yes. change yes. because nothing happens overnight. Mm -hmm. And your emotions are not going to tidy up overnight. And so some change happens over a period of time. Mm -hmm. Whereas some change you've used up most of your time and now you've got to make an immediate choice, right. you know. So, but, you know, losses usually take us a while to change things that might we have, might have to change, we might have to downsize, we might have to, you know, do things differently right. than we used to when it was that person was involved or whatnot. So change does happen. So we want to say to everyone that listens to the podcast, if you're in a place of change, if you're in a place of not wanting to change, not wanting to do it the way you know God's telling you to do it, we would say pray about it, mm -hmm. let go of it, do what it is that you know God is calling you to do. Because if you don't, it's going to be more painful being torn away from it. Yeah. Because change can be gradual and you could be protected in it and you could get all the knowledge you wanted, but then sometimes it could be stripped away from mm -hmm. you because you won't let go. So um, we're gonna close on that note. We hope that this has helped you. Next week, we're gonna talk about accepting change. We're gonna talk about accepting change and what a benefit it is when you let go and let God, okay? So we're gonna pray before we leave. Um, I know every time Diane, I said, Diane, would you pray? So I'm going to pray this time. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to pray this time. So let us go to the throne. Amen. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you've already done. We thank you for how you're preparing us in change. We ask of your forgiveness for all thoughts, deeds, everything that we've done that was not acceptable in your sight. We ask of your forgiveness. We repent right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we accept the change that is from you. We ask of you, Father God, to give us discernment of when it's yours and when it's ours that we need not to change, Father. We ask of you to walk with us and guide us and lead us and protect us and from our own selves because sometimes we change things that you're not asking us, nor do you want us to change. So, Father God, we're thanking you right now for what you're doing. We're thanking you for going into each and every household of every listener, Father God. We're thanking you for touching them in a mighty way. And God, we're asking you to push them, Father God, to let them know it is you, not them. It is your desire, not their desire, Father God. So they don't miss you. There are plenty that do not want to miss you. So we're thanking you on this day, God. And we're accepting your will and not our will. And we thank you. We bless your name. We praise your name and we honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Until we talk again, podcast, be blessed and have a wonderful week. Amen. Bye-bye.